I want to get you out the door with every result from every league in under 15 minutes so that you're more informed about what's going on in the world of sports. Hey TJ, what's going on? I'm Chandler and this is Tiger Beat Sports. Hey everybody, I'm Chandler Sports and this is the Sport Report. And I'm Chandler and this is Tiger Beat Sports. Welcome to a special edition of this all crazy sports newscast. Broadcasting from somewhere in the United States. Hit it Blaze. This is the Sport Report. Monday, July 15th. 2019. Hey everybody, I'm Chandler with Sports and this is the Sport Report. It's time to get you caught up on what's happening in the world of sports. This is Top of the Order. In a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened. This is Top of the Order. Our top story comes from the Old England Club in London, where Novak Djokovic and Roger Federer went head-to-head for 4 hours and 57 minutes in a final that lived up to expectations and then some. In the first set, both Joker and Fed went to a tiebreak after holding serve. Federer led 5-3 in the tiebreak and had a mini-break before he lost the tiebreaker. Federer misplayed a shot at 5-3 and Joker took advantage. He won the first set 7-6. Federer has only once won a match versus the current world number one when losing the first set. Federer got an early break in the second set and won the set 6-2 to draw level at one set apiece. Joker, when winning the first set but dropping the second set at Wimbledon, is 11-1 in 12 previous matches prior to yesterday's final. The only loss being the match he retired in the third set against Rafael Nadal in the 2007 semifinals. In the third set, he won the tiebreaker again, Djokovic did, and he won the set 7-6. He finally broke Federer in this set, and Roger had won 18 service games in a row to start the match before being broken. He made up the break a few games later. In the fourth set of this final, Djokovic was a millimeter, and we're not joking, a literal millimeter off of the line in the fourth set. Federer took advantage to break his serve and took a 4-2 lead over Djokovic. Federer would go on to win the set 6-4. Then set number five, the final set, the deciding set. Federer was broken on serve at 4-2, but he got the break back at 4-3, leveled it at 4-all. Fed then had the chance to win the match at 8-7, 40-15, But Joker played two phenomenal shots as if they were championship points. It didn't matter. He played them as if they were just two more points in a match. Level at eight games apiece, they continued to hold serve, though each faced a couple of break points in between each game. Then at 12-all, for the first time in Wimbledon history, a tiebreaker came into effect. It was implemented at Wimbledon this year. It's already been in place at the Aussie Open and the U.S. Open. Back to Wimbledon. No match had reached the tiebreak threshold at 12 apiece. The closest match was 13-11 in a ladies' match earlier in this tournament. It was the only match that had reached the tiebreaker this final. If only a fifth set tiebreak didn't have to decide the championships. But I guess they don't want matches like John Isner and Nicholas Mahout in 2010 to go three days. Because, you know, Wimbledon final going three days is just not the best thing to happen. But anyways, this went to a tiebreaker and the final didn't go beyond five hours, which it never has Wimbledon. This was the longest final in Wimbledon history at 4 hours and 57 minutes. Djokovic and Federer played tiebreaks in the first, third, and final sets, and Djokovic won each tiebreak. It led to his fifth Wimbledon championship in one of the best finals of all time, up there with 2008, 2009, and the 1981 final. Pro Federer crowd didn't get to see Roger lift his ninth Wimbledon championship trophy, but they did get to witness a historic event that'll probably never happen again between two goats of the game. Federer hasn't beaten Djokovic in a match since the 2015 World Tour Final, but these two greats produce some magical moments, and for the record, that is six matches in a row that Federer has not defeated Djokovic. Drop shots, winners, long rallies. 
These two showed why they are the best on grass. Roger may be 37, but he was playing like he was 17. I'm sure Pete Sampras is having some flashbacks of that in 01. Djokovic and Federer may be getting older, but like sports stars have shown in 2019, like Tiger Woods and others, it doesn't matter. Age is just a number. That covers Wimbledon. We head to the cycling world of Le Tour de France. In Stage 9, South African Daryl Impey won the stage in 4 hours and 3 minutes and 12 seconds from Saint-Étienne to Brioude. The yellow jersey has not changed hands after Stage 9, as Julian Alaphilippe now leads by 23 seconds over Giulio Ciccione and 53 seconds over fellow countryman Thibaut Pinot. Geraint Thomas, last year's Tour de France winner, is in 5th place a minute and 12 seconds back. Stage 10 will be a flat stage. It'll be 217.5 kilometers from Saint-Flor to Albi. This will have four categorized climbs, none higher than a Category 3. The way categorized climbs are classified, Category 4 is the easiest, then Category 3, then 2, then Category 1, then an de category, which is the highest and most difficult type of climb, an HC climb. Thankfully, there are none in this stage. And chances are we won't see one of those HC climbs until the third week of the race in the Alps. The stage is supposed to take around five and a half hours. Tune in around 11.15 a.m. Eastern to catch the conclusion of this stage on NBCSN. Before we head to Major League Baseball, we want to cover the Cricket World Cup final, which happened at Lords in London between England and New Zealand. And my goodness, this was one of the best cricket matches in the history of cricket. England were not supposed to win if you take the first half of the match, but then the second half of the match, they came alive, to say the least. Ben Stokes and company decided to turn the Jets on in the second half of the match, and in the final 25 overs, they made up a lot of runs, over 140 runs, which they needed to make up that much. New Zealand and England each had 241 runs at the end of 50 overs, at the end of 300 balls that were bowled throughout the day. Each team gets 300 balls bowled in a ODI, which is a one-day international, which is the Cricket World Cup and its format. Anyways, they went to a super over, which is essentially overtime. Each team gets six balls bowled to them, and whoever has the most runs will win. If they're tied after that, it's whoever hit the most boundaries, which is fours and sixes in terms of runs. England would have won the tiebreaker, and wouldn't you know it, the tiebreaker was needed. They were each tied at 15 runs after six balls bowled, so England wins the Cricket World Cup based on a tiebreaker, not actual play. Regardless, it was one of the best matches in history, and this was one of the best days in sports history. And we'll finish that with 15 games on the Major League Baseball schedule. High fly ball into right field. She is gone! And Carl Fisk had a lot of little boy in him right there. Little roller up along first, behind Come all, Joe. Come run! Mike Piazza! Jeter backhands from the outfield grass. Got it! Man, what a play! Now from Major League Baseball. 15 games on the Major League Baseball calendar will start at Wrigley Field, where the Chicago Cubs defeat the Pittsburgh Pirates 8-3. Jose Quintana improves to 7-7 on the season for the Cubbies. Trevor Williams falls to 3-3 for the Pirates. The Cubbies trailed at the end of the fourth inning, but they added three runs in the fifth and three in the sixth to take the lead and the victory in the end. Colorado Rockies 10, Cincinnati Reds 9. Antonio Sensatella is 8-6 for the Rockies on the season. Wade 
Davis gets his 14th save of the season for Colorado. Philadelphia Phillies 4, Washington Nationals 3. Mikel Franco hit his 100th career home run, and what a time to hit it for the Phillies. He hit it in the bottom half of the ninth inning as a walk-off home run to give Philadelphia the victory. New York Yankees 4, Toronto Blue Jays 2. Masahiro Tanaka improves to 6-5 and with a 3.81 ERA for the Yankees. Marcus Stroman falls to 5-10 and for the Blue Jays, and Aroldis Chapman gets his 25th save of the year for New York. Tampa Bay Rays 4, Baltimore Orioles 1. The Rays had a combined no-hitter, and actually a combined perfect game, heading into the ninth inning against baseball's worst team, before the Orioles got a hit in the top half of the ninth to break up the perfecto. There has never been a combined perfect game in the history of Major League Baseball, and it was two outs away from happening. New York Mets 6, Miami Marlins 2. Jacob deGrom is 5-7 and seven with a 3.21 ERA for the Mets. Robbie Cano homered in his four-hit ballgame for New York. Cleveland Indians 4, Minnesota Twins 3. Carlos Santana hit the go-ahead home run in the bottom half of the 7th to provide the go-ahead and eventual game-winning run for Cleveland. San Francisco Giants 8, Milwaukee Brewers 3. The Giants added 6 runs in the top half of the 7th to take the lead from Milwaukee, and they would not look back. St. Louis Cardinals 5, Arizona Diamondbacks 2. Paul Goldschmidt hit a 2-run home run versus the Diamondbacks against his former team. Adam Wainwright improves to 6-7 and seven with a 3.99 ERA for the Cardinals. Zach Granke falls to 10-4 and four with a 2.95 ERA for Arizona. Detroit Tigers 12, Kansas City Royals 8. The Tigers put 7 runs in the top half of the 3rd inning to lead 8-3 at the end of the 3rd. And from there, while Kansas City would try to get some runs back, they wouldn't get enough back. Tigers win by 4. In an all-Texas battle, the series is now split. Houston Astros 12, Texas Rangers 4. Justin Verlander improves to 11-4 with a 2.98 ERA for the Astros. Jose Altuve had a grand salami in the 7-run 7th inning for Houston. Oakland Athletics 3, Chicago White Sox 2. Ramon Lariano reached on a fielder's choice in the bottom half of the ninth inning. That would score Chad Pinder and the game-winning run for the A's. LA Angels 6, Seattle Mariners 3. Hansel Robles gets his 13th save of the season for the Angels. Atlanta Braves 4, San Diego Padres 1. Freddie Freeman hit a go-ahead home run in the 8th inning. There were no runs scored until the 8th inning. Atlanta scored all four of their runs in the top half of the 8th. San Diego scored their lone run in the bottom half of the 8th. In the final game of the night, LA Dodgers 7, Boston Red Sox 4. This one took 12 innings at Fenway Park. The Red Sox hit back-to-back homers off Pedro Baez in the bottom half of the 8th inning, but as a growing trend, their bullpen failed them in the later innings. In the 12th inning, Hector Velasquez walked Max Muncy, and then Verdugo singled, and Russell Martin grounded into a force out, but it didn't matter. The Dodgers put three on in the top half of the 12th, and Boston's offense had no response. In a rematch of the 2018 World Series, the Dodgers take two out of three from Fenway Park. That's the Sport Report for Monday, July 15th, 2019. For now, I'm Chandler. Thanks for tuning into the Sport Report today. We'll be back tomorrow with the latest in sports. Do you want to contact Chandler Sports or members of the Sport Report team? Visit sportreportcws.com. This podcast is copyrighted by the Sport Report for viewers to understand sports from a news reporting basis. Any other use of this podcast, Sport Report logos, or anything associated with this podcast without the express written consent of Chandler Sports is strictly prohibited.